I kept getting to this point at the end of the day, not remembering what happened, not being able to do the things that I enjoy doing. I often ask the question of, well, how come no one's checking on me the same way that I'm checking on them? And my default is to just take a hands-off approach and to just fade in the background because for so long, I was so used to just doing all the things for everyone around me. And I realized that in many cases, most people don't know what to do when I'm upset because they've never really had to know what to do. I don't let people see that side of me. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome to the show, Ebony. I am so happy to sit down with you for the second time now. I know. I feel like we just need to do a life catch up right now. <laughs> yes. Because a lot's been going on. Um, we kind of chatted a little bit before this podcast and you said something that just lit me up because I feel like as women, we we fill our plates up and often our plates are filled up with, you know, things that we are doing or taking on that is not even our own. It's, it's other people, it's friends, it's family. It's, you know, as a mom, you do have to take on some of your kids things. Of course it, it, mm -hmm. it comes with the job. Um, but for you, 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 you've just recently gone through this, like, I think you said six to eight month journey of letting go and really focusing on what you truly want. And yes. I found this so powerful because we can kind of just go through the motions every day. Mm -hmm. And if we don't ask ourselves, like, did I, did I enjoy today? Did I have fun? Was I happy? We'll just continue going through it. So can you share a little bit about your journey over the last six to eight months? Yes, it has been absolutely positively ugly. I have been air punching the air and it has literally been the most transformative just time period I think I've, I've ever really gone through. And the biggest thing was I kept feeling this uneasiness, this I'm proving to, or, or trying to work to earn my keep. And I'm, I'm literally looking up because I'm, I'm staring at something called a triangle of relevance that I just walk through 
um, from a mentor of mine. And I kept getting to this point at the end of the day, not remembering what happened, mm. not being able to do the things that I enjoyed doing. Even though I was talking about a lot of things, I felt this constant, well, you don't want to talk about it too much because you don't want to seem like you're bragging, which is going to have an impact on other people around you. And I often ask the question of, well, how come no one's checking on me the same way that I'm checking on them? And my default is to just take a hands-off approach and to just fade in the background because for so long, I was so used to just doing all the things for everyone around me. And I realized that in many cases, most people don't know what to do when I'm upset because they've never really had to know what to do. They, they, I don't let people see that side of me. Mm -hmm. And I kept feeling myself just being really depressed and really just anxious. And I talked to my therapist and I said, you know what, I think it's time because my family members have been sick. My mother is facing yet another health condition or issue. And I'm like, I'm not living. I'm not living my life. I don't have children, but I feel like I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I'm like, I like to learn. I, I feel like I'm smart. I feel like I have a lot to offer, but I couldn't see past the veil of just what does everybody else need right now? And my therapist asked me a very important question. And she said, well, what would that look like if you just let go? Mm. And it took me two weeks to answer that question. And I I had to sit down and I, I really and truly had to ask myself, what would my life look like if I let go? And that's really what started the process of me learning how to be vulnerable and really honest with myself because it wasn't that I was unhappy, but I wasn't happy. And I couldn't answer the basic questions of Ebony, what do you like to do? What don't you like to do? When you are training someone, what does bring you joy? Like I was going through the motions day in and day out and just burned out. And it just depended on the day in terms of what level of burnout I was at. But I'm like, there's so much more to me as an individual, and there's so much more that I want to do. But what are the steps that I need to take to get there? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's the initial start. <laughs> that's thank you for sharing that because I feel like I said before, it's just like you can just go through the motions and until you hit like a breaking point where you're like, well, what do I really want? Like what, you know, like you, 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 you don't really think about it often, you know, if you're not, if you don't, if you're not prepped to do so, or if, or if you haven't 
hit that breaking point, which it seems like you did, right? What were your first steps to actually stop living for other people? Like, did you have to cut them off? Because a lot of people listening to this right now would maybe think, okay, like, yes, I'm like, I have a lot of people to take care of right now. Some I wouldn't even know how to go about setting that boundaries because they rely on me. They need me. And I'm not talking about our children, like, especially if you have young kids, like they, they need you. Um, of course you can set boundaries and and you can have some help come in, but I'm talking about like everybody kind of around you that, you know, you, you have just taken on this responsibility, but it, it, it you don't necessarily have to. But you mm-hmm. feel as though, like, listen, uh-huh. people, these people rely on me. How how are you supposed to, especially if you're dealing with somebody that's maybe sick? Yeah. How are you? How, what is that step there? Yeah, it's not easy. I think the first thing that I started doing was, is realizing there will never be a time where I can do all of the things that this person needs me to do in order to make them happy. I can't change myself. I can't change my behaviors. None of this has anything to do with me. And that is a hard truth because some of it is wrapped up in us thinking that, okay, well, if I'm just there for them, if I'm at every appointment, if I'm at, you know, there when they need someone to talk to if i'm if i'm doing all the things if i'm showing them how much i care then in the case of a parent or a loved one or a friend like they'll see how much i'm doing and then they'll 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 want to treat me better or they'll say nicer things they won't <laughs> they 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 won't and it's it's nothing that you did mm-hmm. but we as the individual have to say Am I doing this because I want them to tell me how much I'm worth and how much they value me? Or am I doing this because I genuinely have the capacity to, and that is something that I can dedicate myself to. But I I think it was recognizing is, am I putting all of my worth into this person or these people telling me that I'm doing a good job? And if the answer to that is yes, then you have to think, okay, I wasn't prepared to say yes, <laughs> crap, but what can I do? Like I, I tell my team sometimes because they love helping, they love doing all the things, but I'm like, sit on your hands. Mm, I love that one. Yeah. When you feel yourself getting up, especially if there's a group of people when you feel yourself saying, I'll do it, sit, physically sit on your hands or take a drink of water. And sometimes there are other people around you that don't mind doing it, but they've gotten so used to you just saying, oh, I'll do it, that they they just don't, they don't bother with it anymore. And sometimes we have to allow other people to step up and step in, including the people that we love and care about because they just have learned that Ebony will do it. So yeah. I don't have to worry about it. It really is hard. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like it really, like when you're reflecting, it really does come down to you. Like it comes Mm -hmm. down to your decisions, how you're available. Like you, you basically teach people how to treat you. Mm -hmm. And if it's, it's not even them, like you've, you've taught them, you've conditioned them to rely and to treat you this way while you still carry on with this happy-go-lucky smile you're smiling right now like (laughs) you're just that type of person I can tell like you just will help anyone but if you keep putting your wants desires happiness on the back burner for other people it's going to catch up and I see so many women doing this like throughout my coaching even you know moving into coaching coaches who a lot of these women have done their own body transformation, feel fantastic, you know, kind of checked that box off in their life. Mm -hmm. But then also realized, I'm not really happy with my other, the other part of my life, like I'm not happy with my job or whatever it is. And, And they and they go through almost, I guess you would call it kind of like a midlife crisis. I don't really love using that term. But I use it because most people can understand it. And it's just like, why why am I doing all this? You know, like it really, you know, when you start taking care of your health, it it gives you that clarity. Like it gives you that clarity in a good way, but it can also be like a wake up call. Like, holy shit. Like I'm not happy with all of this other stuff in my life. And it forces them to really look at their life in a different light and make the changes that they need to make. If, if, if they are, you know, dedicated to doing that, because a lot can be scary and maybe they'll revert back, who knows. But a lot of the women that have come through my coaching and maybe wanting to be coaches now, it's like, you have to be able to set boundaries in your life in order to truly get what you want. Mm -hmm. Like we've all heard of, like, we have to learn how to say no to all the things that don't align with our goals. And so we can say yes to the things that, you know, make us happy and align with our goals. Can you give us some tips here? Yeah. (laughs) Because you've gone through it. Yeah. What, like, what are some tactical takeaways? Like, can somebody just like, I, now I know it's time. I know it's time. It's not just going to be like a one piece of paper type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Jotting down notes. But what are some things that somebody can do right now to start becoming more in line with their goals and maybe get some of the fluff, all the fluff off their plate? Yes. Yes. So one of the exercises that I have been doing, I literally, I'm staring at it. It's on the floor because I realized even still after going through this, I'm like, girl, you have too much that you're doing. Some of this has to go, but it's, it's a clear your mind sheet. So you can do this on a sheet of paper, but it's literally just getting it out of your head because so many of us think that we have photographic memory and we don't, I'm sorry, we, we don't. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm always like, I'll remember this. And then no. at the end of the day, it's like, uh-huh. what did I say that I had to remember? No, no, I you, you will not remember it. Yeah. No, especially when you're in such a state of dis-ease. It's just hard. Like so much is coming at you. So literally get out a sheet of paper 
and write down all of the things that you have to do, whether it's appointments, whether it's um, visits, things that you have to do for work, things that you have to do for family, your exercise, eating, drinking water, just even like a book that you want to read and the stuff that you keep just putting off, write it all down. Mm. everything that you remember and and what I learned walking through this process is as I would do that I'm like oh wait I have a doctor's appointment in here crap when is that I wait I was supposed to pay a bill but what bill was that crap so it it forces you to start making those connections and of course you can put it aside and come back to it but once you've done that then You find your events that are coming up and you put them on the calendar and then all of the other stuff that's there, when you look at it, ask yourself the question, do I need to do this? Can someone else do this? Can I actually twist my lips to say, hey, I need help with this. Mm -hmm. And even if it's something that you're like, well, no, <laughs> don't do it. And and if you're not used to asking other people for help, when you look at that that thing that you have to do, can it be something as simple as implementing chore time for your kids to say, hey, can you empty the dishes so that I can rinse them off to put them in a dishwasher? That's one less executive task that you have to do and you're teaching someone else independence. Can you, like I had like 10 messages in my chat of all those people asking me for things to do. And I'm like, hey, team member, can you reach out to this person? I'm gonna be in a meeting for the next five hours. I really don't want this person to wait. Can you help me with this? Here's all the materials that you need to reference for them in case you get stuck. And when you're done with it, if there's anything else, let me know so I can follow up with them. Or even when it comes to people that are like, well, that's too much for me. Ask yourself why. Why is it so difficult for you to focus on yourself, even if you do that for 10 minutes? Why is that so hard for you? And and that's That's when you start to get to the root of thinking about, crap, why why is this so hard for me? Mm -hmm. And and in that, at that point, that's when I took those things to my therapist and said, um, so I didn't want to spend 10 minutes stretching today. And she'd be like, what? Ebony, you you talk about how much you love extra. I was like, I know, but I felt like. I couldn't stretch on this particular day. Well, why? Well, my mom has to go to the doctor and I feel like I need to be there for you. And she's like, what? You don't even live anywhere near your mother. So what if she calls? She can text you. All your family knows that you're not a person that talks on the phone. They can text you. I was like, right. I forgot about that. Right. So it's it's doing that brain dump, writing down the things, writing things down from a paper perspective, your appointments, the things that you have to do. And if you are a digital person, I happen to be both, put it in your calendar at, at that point. And again, 
remember, you can have other people say, hey, I started writing down all these things. Let's do this together as a family. Mm -hmm. And that way, you're helping other people to build up those habits and you're getting them used to being a little bit more independent. And, and that just makes it a lot easier. And, and that's something that I do with my mother. I'm like, hey, I'm going to send you the health journal I made. I need you to write all your stuff down, write all your questions down because I'm not calling into your appointments anymore. And she's like, well, I won't understand what, that's okay, I'll be there after. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I, I'm a big fan of putting everything down and also like visualizing what your perfect day looks like. Um, Vince and I just got back from a, a two day work session with Sonia in Montreal. And mm -hmm. I mean, we got a lot done in six hours of our, this new business launch that we're doing, but I got so much more out of just kind of observing observing how she runs her day because she's a busy mom of two that runs a lot of different companies and uh, I would ask her questions like okay so what does this person do and mm -hmm. she's like I don't read I don't look at any of my emails only the most important ones and I literally answer emails for half an hour out of the day mm -hmm. uh, sometimes not even and I said oh my god <laughs> show me how you do this. And I mean, I, I have an assistant, but I wasn't utilizing her in the very best way. And I feel like as women, we also, anybody like any business owner, I feel like, Oh, I'll just do it on. I'll just do it on my own. But then if you really look at your day, like at the amount of tasks that you're just doing on your own, that you don't have yes. to do, you are wasting so much valuable time. Mm -hmm. And what I like to say is like, play the tape to the end, because like, mm -hmm. yes, you might have to front a little bit more effort on the front end of things, training somebody or, you know, even just sending them an email. Can you get back to this? Like you might be, Oh, that's just one extra step. Yeah. But it's such a quick step that you can take and it can be handled rather than spending half an hour on an email, getting back to somebody. Right. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Um, and so though, like just the golden nuggets that I got from just watching how she sets up her day from nine to five. And then it's literally family time from, you know, four 30 to evening with her husband and her kids. And I'm like, you know what? Like I told Vince right away, we need to like implement more of a structure like this and get more help because like, we're not utilizing our help as best as we can. Mm -hmm. And this was huge. Like we just like, took a look at our day when we got back and we just started saying this person can help with this, this person can help with this. And because literally all I want to do is come and show up and talk and teach and connect with people like you so I can deliver the most valuable information and to more people and help more people. Right. But we can't do that if we're just getting back to like hundreds of emails every day or, or texts. Right. Literally. It, 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 it's like, I am looking at, like I use, it, it's called the best today guide. And I'm, I keep looking up because right in front of me, I literally have my guiding principles and even, like I have a morning routine, an end of day routine for work. What's my evening routine? And then what do I do in terms of like batching content? Because mm -hmm. I do work a nine to five and it is very demanding. 
and it's healthcare. So it, it's, it's, there's always stuff to do. And the more I process through this, I think the other thing for folks to remember is you're going to mess up, quote unquote, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're not going to get it right. The first time you're, you're, you're not perfect and that's okay. None of us are. But when you really and truly look at that and say, what does my ideal day look like? Like you said, when you start to think about that and think about, because one of my biggest things was I want to start my day with ease. I don't Mm want to jump out of the bed because Someone sent me a message and I have my messages on my phone and it scares me. So already my cortisol level spiked because I was like, crap, I forgot to turn this off. Yeah. So now I'm like, "Mm, do I need to have this on my phone? No. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Pro tip, (laughs) like leave your phone outside of the bedroom and turn all notifications off. All of them are gone. (laughs) Off. Like sometimes I I do sometimes miss stuff. I'm like, oh crap, maybe I should turn that notification back on. Okay, guys, I have to share something super exciting. The Easter Bunny is just around the corner, and that means the limited edition diesel chocolate cream egg protein powder is now available for a very short period of time, so you've got to jump on this. It is so good. I literally just mix a scoop, sometimes a scoop and a half, with water, and it tastes good just like that. It tastes exactly like a chocolate cream egg. So you've got to get your hands on it. It's made with New Zealand whey. It's about 26 grams of protein per scoop and it's delicious. If you want your own tub, click the link in the show notes below and use my code JVB to save 20% off. I feel like coaches, we want to help people, right? Like that's just our, like it's our nature. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that like you know, I've given a lot of my clients my phone number and stuff, and I love, I truly love to help. But some of the questions that come in, it's like, I don't have to be answering Uh-oh. these little questions. Uh-oh. Somebody else can totally be handling it. They could get their answer right away. And that that's the thing you really have to kind of like take a fine tooth comb throughout your day, like, and just take everything off your plate uh-huh. that you that somebody else can do Mm -hmm. that you can train somebody else for. And then like, for me, I love saying like, schedule your fitness first, schedule your health and fitness first, and then everything else around it. Literally. Yeah. Like just go in your calendar right now and put when you're, when you're training, when you're stretching, whatever you're doing, put it in your calendar. And even on your off days, go out for a walk, whatever it is. Like I always like to move my body. Yeah. Yes. Schedule it in and then don't break that appointment with yourself. You don't mm-hmm. ever break an appointment with anybody else or you no. very rarely do. Don't break it with your with yourself. And yeah. that is like, just say that. Just schedule my fitness first. Put it in, put it in and, and work everything else around it. And just doing that alone is going to make you feel so much lighter. Literally. Mm-hmm. I... I love that. And, and even just working on like health stuff, because when your body is so stressed like that, your cortisol levels are going just out of control. You're like, my blood pressure was starting to increase. I'm like, the heck? Like I haven't had blood pressure problems in 
over 20 years. Like, what is this? Or even with my thyroid love, like I had a weird virus all of a sudden. And in the beginning of the year, like I got pink eye for the first time. And I, I tell people all the time, I don't just catch a regular cold. I get vertigo. I get a rash. I can't see straight. So it was like pink eye, really bad cold, period started, rashes breaking hives. And it was just another way that my body was reminding me, hey, girlfriend, hi, knock, knock, knock. I'm here. You need to go sit down. Mm -hmm. Slow down. And when we start, our body tells us little by little when we're doing too much. Mm -hmm. That headache, yeah, that's, I mean, that may be because all you have was coffee and a bagel. But if you've actually eaten something and you're waking up constantly, you're like, gee, I really am having a hard time concentrating all of a sudden. Or, no, I, I usually remember all the things. Why can't I remember that anymore? Or you're getting short-tempered or mm. you are getting depressed. Like, your body is trying to tell you those things, but we ignore it. Yeah. And then we wonder why we end up in the bed for like days on end and we hate getting out of the bed in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Or you're catching everything. Like your immune system is down. It's telling you to slow the F down, right? Literally. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to link your, our podcast, our first podcast together because we go into like thyroid health because that's mm -hmm. really your expertise and, and your story. And, um, I think we like you, you taught a lot on there just about taking care of your thyroid and then the signs and the symptoms that your thyroid might not be functioning uh, mm -hmm. optimally. But what I wanted to talk about was like the, the direct correlation between doing too much and feeling stressed to your thyroid. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get into that because you can like, Correct me if I'm wrong, but if you cured somebody's stress, like mm -hmm. just focus on stress, mm -hmm. you can heal. Like Literally. your body will heal on its own, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When, when we say stress kills, stress kills. Mm -hmm. Literally. And, 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 we know about cortisol being that stress hormone, but we don't think about it practically in terms of how that impacts all of our body systems. I mean, we have serotonin being produced in our gut. When we're stressed out, we don't produce a lot of serotonin. When we're stressed out, you don't get a lot of thyroid hormone production because metabolically speaking, so many of those biochemical pathways are being shunted. And, and next thing you know, you can't remember anything. Your pituitary gland is off, so your thyroid can't make the right amount of thyroid-stimulating hormone. Like, it's such a cascade of events that occur, and then we wonder why our digestive system is all messed up, or we have irritable bowel syndrome, or our thyroid gland does, we start seeing our levels elevated. And obviously, I'm not a doctor, so if you have any of these symptoms, go get checked out. But when my hair started falling out, like I could literally like just run my hands through my hair and I, I had 
a palm of hair. And that's when I knew we can't, we can't keep doing this. Everything is interconnected. And when we talk about metabolism, our thyroid gland is directly involved in that process. So if you have a sluggish thyroid because you're stressed out, because you're not eating well, all of that is tied together. And that's why I tell people all the time where I say, nobody actually cares about your thyroid gland until something horrible goes wrong. And I want to change that. Mm. But you also have to think about your family history. Are there other people that have either thyroid conditions, autoimmune conditions, skin conditions, because stress can exacerbate your, your skin response. Our skin is our largest organ. Mm. So when we're getting sick, when we're getting these rashes, when we're breaking out in hives, it's, it's an immune response. So you have to start thinking about stress as, and this is an exaggeration, it's dramatic, but stress really is the root cause of so much evil in our bodies. Mm -hmm. I believe it. And we could go into talking about health disparities. We could talk about weathering when it comes to Black women and, and the impact of like racism and people of color and all those things. But at the end of the day, for women, stress is our enemy, period. And how do we get out of that constant, if I say the wrong thing, if I do the wrong thing, if I'm not thin enough, oh my gosh, I'm too big, so I need to alter this. Like those thoughts are little seeds that get planted that can help to start that stress cascade. Mm -hmm. especially if we've had a traumatic event occur for us that impacts our body image, that impacts our health. If you're struggling with a disability, let's say you're, you're masking constantly because of neurodivergence, like that takes a toll on you. And when you're not keeping those things in check, if you don't have anyone that you can confide in or talk to, or just say, hey, I need a minute. And adds up I'm gonna take a, a little pause and a little break because I can keep going because I hate stress <laughs> yeah yeah no I feel like it's so important to talk about because like some people can or, or a lot of my like type a personalities that come in for coaching are like I can handle a lot of stress like a lot and that's what they say because it, it I don't think they've ever known anything differently. Nope. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm seeing it through, you know, they're not sleeping. They are, their body's just not responding. Um, you know, like you're in a caloric deficit, your body's not responding. I, I will raise food because raising food does help with stress levels, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the time. Um, and like, you know, like it, it's hard for as to see sometimes with just the amount on our plates, like we're just designed like today's society, especially in North America. It's like people have 
nine to five jobs. They have a side hustle. They have kids. They have the kids sports. They have parents are taking care of. They have, they go out to see mm -hmm. their friends. Like it's like one thing on top of the other, like nobody has the downtime. Mm -hmm. It was so funny when we were sitting in a cab in, um, not a cab, an Uber. We got an Uber from the airport, Montreal. And he was a, he was such a funny guy. And he's like, where are you guys from? We're like, from Toronto. And he's like, no offense. I uh, don't like Toronto at all. No. And we're like, oh, <laughs> like we said, why? And he said, well, it's just so fast paced there. Like nobody knows how to slow down. Like everybody is just work, 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 work. And then he's like, what are you guys here for? And we're like, we're here to work. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, see, but then I kind of thought about it. It's true. Like there's no slowdown anywhere, you know? And I'm, sure that like the u.s is very much the same right the same, very yeah. same to a big city like toronto <laughs> like there is no slowdown and unless we i always talk about i always say like check in with yourself mm -hmm. because it's hard to it's hard it's not not everybody does that mm -hmm. right mm -mm. like check in with yourself at the end of the day mm -hmm. like you you said you have a morning and a nighttime routine what does that look like as i look up yeah. Um, so for me, I struggle to start getting up earlier. I was always a morning person. I could literally wake up at four o'clock, have so much work done. And I had that like mind space to focus during the day. And then I was like, well, I don't know what this cloud is rolling out of bed at eight 15, brush my teeth grab a quick breakfast muffin or something like that and like I'm I'm logged in but now I literally wake up and I give myself grace if I have an assignment that I need to do and I end up not waking up until seven so be it but I literally have a two-hour period in the morning where I get up I meditate I'll go to the gym because I'm realizing I don't like being in there in the evening time with a whole lot of people. That stresses me out. Y'all can't have that. I'm good. But I make sure my gym clothes are set out. My medication is there. I meal prep. So I don't like, I literally put all of my food in my containers, breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner, because I don't want to think about it. And once I'm done working out, I'm stretching, I'm doing a meditation. I might go for a walk. I might not. But because the day before, I've already gone down, what did I accomplish today? Because we we do like to accomplish something or check things off. And that's fine. I, I allow myself room to be able to do that. So the next day, or excuse me, the day before I'm like, all right, I've, I have all these things. I'm reviewing that before I start work. And if it's not that much for me to do, then I go paint or I draw or I've gotten into like foraging now and learning about mushrooms. Like I'm an aromatherapist. I love plants. I love being outside. So I'm like, Ooh, what new thing can I go? And my, that's your playtime. <laughs> literally my friends are like, you're so weird. I'm like, you know, this about me, just love me anyway, move on. So like, that's literally just like the morning and I've moved things around so that at, at the end of the day, at night, I'm checking in with myself. Like, mm. Did I, was I happy about the day? Because some days I have back-to-back -back meetings and I asked myself, like, 
could I have done something better? Did I yeah. do my best? And yeah. if the answer to that is yes, great. If there is something like, let's say I'm in a meeting with someone, I'm like, dang, I should have ate before I had that conversation because I was a little cranky. Ooh. And I go back the next day and say, hey, we had a meeting yesterday and I just want to apologize if I came off short or anything like that. And they're like, what? And it's like, they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, it may not be much for you, but for me, this is something that I'm really trying to be active about. And I want to make sure that you know that I appreciate you. I acknowledge all the work that you do. So for me, that's very important. And people are like, uh, okay. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. <laughs> right. And, and I realized in the process of doing that, that I wanted to make sure that I, I give my team my undivided attention when we're on call. So I shut everything down and I am making sure that they know that I trust them. I give you full independence. Where can I go to check what you're working on? Great. I do that. But I've started even implementing tools and, and technology that automates a lot of the tasks mm -hmm. that we were working on. If there's mm -hmm. something that comes from a certain person, it's a rule that highlights their name in red. So I know to look at that. And it, it's little things like that, that I now have the capacity to recognize and acknowledge. I'm slowly becoming like a tech AI queen. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, you can automate this? Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. The world is crazy right now with the amount of Time-saving automation. I, lo I love it too. Like, to be honest, I, I absolutely love it. I'm going to embrace it. Um, I feel like there is a lot of good that will come out of it if people use it properly. Mm -hmm. But I do believe like being human yes. is part of that. Like them yes. synergistically together will get us further. But we all need that human side of things too. Like mm -hmm. we can never AI podcast unless you yeah. can can you do that can you I mean that? you can have you can give them a script and they 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 will like give they will yeah yeah it. I mean like but. your voice and stuff but yeah that's, that would be crazy I think we just came up with something right there yes <laughs> yes I'll, I'll, I'll mimic uh, mimic my voice right I'll text you there's a yeah. there's a program I was playing with <laughs> yeah it's so cool so it cool. is it is cool and um I love the way I love how you, I, you know, check in with yourself at the end of the day. Like I do the same, like, what did I accomplish today? How was my day? Like, was there anything that I can do better tomorrow with like getting stuff off my plate or, you know, like what, I think you always have to be kind of evolving, right? Like you yeah. always have to be, um, you know, almost picky, picky about how mm -hmm. you run your day. Or again, you're just going to let it slide. And then you're going to hit a breaking point and be like, what the hell am I doing? Like, this is Literally. not what I wanted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so takeaways here, like ask for help. Yes. Automate as much as you can yeah. check in with yourself, schedule fitness first mm -hmm. and be okay asking for help. Because yeah. I feel like you've, you've said therapist, um, Vince and I, we call it like a couple's coach because, you know, we parent together, we work together, we yeah. you know, do everything together. Oh, and then, and, and sometimes you, you don't, you still don't have that connection because the, 
oh my gosh, every time we speak, literally a kid speaks at the same time. So it's important though. I feel like I, I feel like it's important to be able to have that outlet and have a bias, unbiased Mm -hmm. opinion Mm -hmm. of your situation. Mm -hmm. One, one, one other thing that I would say is figure out who your people are Mm. because throughout this process, I've not that I separated myself, but it's hard to describe this process to someone else that's just not there yet. Yeah. And you will very quickly recognize who those are, who those people are for those reciprocal relationships. Like I literally have a handful of people where I'm like, look, I'm, today is not that day. <laughs> I hate everything. I hate everybody. I, I need to just go to bed, start over tomorrow. And having those people to say, actually, no, you're not going to start over tomorrow because I know what you're going through. You've already told me what your goals were this week and what you wanted to accomplish. You just need to, to, to get up and, and recognize that you are worth the effort. Yeah. In other days, they're like, yeah, you're right. Go back. Go sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's important to have the right people around you. I always talk about community because mm-hmm. if you don't feel as though you fit in, you feel you're kind of like an outcast and you're like, you know, with having a career change or whatever it is, even a health and fitness goal, but you're not surrounding yourself with the right people, you will feel like you're isolated. Yep. And whatever obstacle comes up, you're far more likely to just give up when you're in that situation. Mm -hmm. But when you have the right like-minded people on the same path as you, maybe a Mm -hmm. few steps ahead, maybe on the same path, maybe a few steps behind you, but you have that support system Mm -hmm. that is so crucial in anything you do. And I think even more so, I, I, I feel for both men and women, men just, I feel like maybe don't have as many resources as women. Correct. We have, we like, we are designed to kind of work and go through things together. Yep. And we're more open to it. Yep. But if you don't, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're going through a change or you want something or you have a, a dream or a goal, find the people that are doing it. Mm-hmm. Find the people. And if you're here, we're those people. <laughs> I'm talking to those people that have big dreams. So those are the people that tune into the podcast. Like, let's be honest, like, but find people that are doing what you're doing, because when you have a challenge, when you have an obstacle, you can always look ahead of you and, you know, get inspiration, get inspired by somebody who has gone through it all and Mm -hmm. got to the other side Mm -hmm. and achieved the dream you want. Anyways, I, I love this conversation. (laughs) Like I, I, I just wanted to literally have an epic conversation and that's exactly what we did. Yes. What is new for you? What is new for you before we sign off? Where yeah. can people find you too? Like I'll include all of your links and stuff. Yeah. Um, my product space business is like starting to just mm. take off at Sula Beauty Co. I started a Clove Health with my, one of my best friends and another partner. And we're looking at how do we, just help companies make content that is accessible, 
that is patient-centered and human-centered mm-hmm. when it comes to care. Like that's really my jam. That's my thing. Thyroid health is my 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 jam. Um, so there's a lot coming programs, retreats, events. Yay. I just have to like just I'm so excited. I want to talk about all of it all the time, but I just have to pace myself. So that's that's what's coming. That's what's happening. Amazing, Ebony. I love you so much and I really missed you. So I'm so glad that we had this time to connect and and also share this conversation with everybody because there was a lot of golden nuggets you shared in how to live a better, more fulfilled life. Thank you so much for joining and we'll have you back on for a third episode. I know. Down the road. <laughs> Take care. Bye. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend, or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and stay strong.